Welcome to Real Black Conquest for Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation is going to be about a post that comedian from California, Dio Hughley, put up about Breonna Taylor, right? If you're not familiar, Breonna Taylor is a black American. She's a sister. She's a queen who unfortunately lost her life due to gun violence at the hands of Kentucky police officers, right? So she is unfortunately on that list of black Americans that lost their life to the police. And, you know, in any loss of life, our hearts and prayers go out to the family. Um, in her situation, I just really don't know what happened. I really don't understand it. It just, um, the stories is just, it's a whirlwind of stories. You just never know what happens in these situations, right? Well, DL again, he takes to his Twitter and he took to his Facebook and his Instagram and he made a post about it. And in today's conversation, we're going to read the post. He decided to put some follow-up pictures as well. And what I want to do is ultimately... Um, go over some values, you know, real quick, go over some values. Um, because when we talk about political parties, there's values connected to these parties that often get lost in the shuffle, right? But let's read, um, let's take a look and read at DL's post first, right? And it says that for those of you that's wondering how or why Brianna did not get the justice she deserved, Daniel Cameron put his aspirations above his obligation to justice when he spoke at the RNC in the middle of the investigation. He pledged his loyalty to be an advocate and a voice to the men and women in blue. Your duty is to the citizens. He said he was working around the clock but found time for an engagement party and wedding with Mitch McConnell in attendance. Guess who would never walk down the aisle? Breonna Taylor. The innocent woman whose justice was given to sheetrock, bricks, and a few layers of paint. He is a walking, breathing conflict of interest, a puppet, and a disgrace. Hashtag Team BL. So, this is the piece that DL wrote. And so far, as far as Facebook is concerned, it had almost 25,000 likes and almost 7,000 comments. And it's knocking down on 16,000 shares, right? And that's a pretty big platform when you're able to, you know, get your voice out, your point of view out. Now, I just have to ask, though, because you see, somehow, I'm not sure, in the last maybe 28 months to maybe 36 months Dio Hughley has been a political analyst for black America somehow I I don't know how it happened Um, but this particular piece it looks like he's standing up for a beautiful woman a beautiful soul who lost her life due to police violence and he's from California she's from Kentucky he's just standing up for the community he got the platform to do so He wants to bring light and he wants to bring attention to a subject. That's what I thought at first. 
But there was a reason why I kind of changed my mind on that. And then I'm going to show you why. About maybe like four or five years back, right, in California, there was a police shooting that made national news. It was the police killing of Mario Woods, right? Mario Woods was shot by the police. He was surrounded and shot. And this happened in the Frisco district. And Kamala Harris was sitting in the seat of power, right? So if I can kind of explain the situation a little bit more, though, it was like Mario Woods had his back against the wall. I'm not saying he's an angel, right? Let me just put that out there. I'm not saying that Mr. Woods was an angel, right? Peace be upon him. Um, But we're not here to, like, say he was an angel. We're just here to talk about what happened in this situation. So, again, right, getting back to the story. Mr. Woods' back was against the wall. He had, like, some type of knife or blade in his hand. He was surrounded by five officers, and he was shot over 20 times, right? Because the officers felt like they were threatened. Their life was in jeopardy. So, again, just those facts that he was surrounded by the police and this knife made him feel threatened to the extent that they had to shoot him over 20 times. Now, in my estimate, do I really think the police officers were threatened? No. Not unless Mario Woods had a record of being a 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th degree black belt and he could just do so much harm and damage to these police officers. And no, I don't think that they was threatened at all. What I do think is this: sometimes that I think there's a part in like the police procedure where they're trying to apprehend a suspect that if he has some type of weapon and they feel threatened, they can shoot to kill, right? They can use lethal force. And depending on who that person is, it's like a coin toss. They can decide whether or not they're going to use this lethal force. The reason why I say that is because Mario Woods was shot down. He had a knife. And there was another video. It's on the Internet now. There's a so-called white man. He's like in the park somewhere and he has like a 25 caliber handgun. It's a 380 at best, right? It's a 380 at best. And he's waving the firearm and there like nine or ten cops around him. Now, ironically, all nine and ten cops was on one accord because nobody shot. Nobody felt threatened. He's waving the firearm, not a knife. He's waving a firearm all around. And they did shoot him, though. Right. They shot him, but they shot him in the leg. And the reason why the police officers decide to shoot him in the leg is to preserve his life. Even though their training teaches them to shoot center mass, maybe that's a different story for a different day, right? So, this is what happened to Mario Woods. The community of Frisco reached out and appealed to Kamala for justice. And you know what she did? She let all five officers walk. But nobody's surprised, right? Nobody's surprised. You know, she's running for like vice president and nobody, the story never comes up. So I say all that to say this. I think that it is irresponsible for D.L. Hughley to take to the social platforms and use someone's death tragic death as an opportunity just to take a shot at a Republican.
black Republican. Because, you know, there were some follow-up photos that he put with, you know, the statement that he made. And the follow-up photos of Daniel was him, like, at the RNC speaking and pictures with him with his wife. And he's trying to show by the power of suggesting that Daniel was not for the people. He's a black man. He's a Republican. He's married to a so-called white woman. See, he's not for us. He's against us. It's all through the power of suggestion. But he felt invested to do that, even though Daniel was in Kentucky. And this tragic case of Breonna Taylor happened in Kentucky. He didn't do that in his home state, though. When it came around to Mario Woods, and maybe some of you guys can help me because I combed through the net to see, was there any statements that was made by D.L. Hughley about Mario Woods? I didn't find any. What I did find was a post that D.L. shared that was made about Kamala Harris saying she's one of the most progressive attorney generals and she's doing so good for the state of California and this, this, that, and this, this, that. So, I think it's disgusting. I think it shows that you're on the scumbag line almost. To use somebody's death to make a political statement about somebody's death, somebody that was shot by the police. I think that's pretty disgusting to do that. And he did that by having a big platform, which makes it even worse. So, since DL is using this opportunity to talk about politics, because even in that statement, it was supposed to be about Brianna, but he spent... 90% of the posts running down Daniel, right? The person that sat in the seat of power in Kentucky that could have got quote-unquote justice for Brianna, but he didn't call out Kamala Harris, who also was sitting in the seat of power, and she could have got justice for Mario Woods. But he didn't call out Kamala because she's a Democrat. She's a liberal. And somehow, DL has become a liberal spokesman for black Americans, even though he's a comedian, I don't know why a community allows it. He just does it. Right? I just, it's weird. So let's go over some values that is so widely held in high regard by the Democrat Party. And let's just take a look at why so many of these celebrities are championing the cause for liberals, right? So let's just take a look. Oftentimes, you hear in our community that voting doesn't matter. It matters. Politics doesn't matter. But it matters. Why does politics matter so much? Well, by the mere definition of politics, that shows its importance. Not, not the definition you're going to find in Webster, right? We're going to provide you on this platform with a more accurate definition of politics right and I want you guys to remember this politics is the science of governing people that's all it is so when somebody say nah I'm not into politics they're saying that they're not into the science of governing people so you don't want to have a say so on how things are governed because the connection from politics to the average Joe if you will, is 
that. By us using the definition of politics is a science of governing people, we know that people are governed in this country by laws. These laws are made out of values that communities have, right? So what's the purpose of a law? The only purpose of a law is to elevate a society. That's it. Law doesn't have any other function. If you want to elevate a society, you got to create laws. That's it. It's just that simple, right? And these laws are going to be based on values. So we got an election coming up, right? We see in the battle between Trump and Biden as they go for the big seat. And it's one of three, which is a very important piece in a threefold government, right? So we got judicial and we got executive and we got the legislative branch. So it's the pen that controls everything in executive seat, right? Once the legislators bring something to you, you sign off the law and this law goes into effect. And the purpose of law, again, is to elevate a society. But going all the way back, these laws are based on values. So let's take a look at the difference between the value system of a Democrat and a Republican. Now, I'm just going to touch on some liberal information, right? Because all of these entertainers, right, it's, it's, it's weird. And I'm talking about black American entertainers. You don't hardly see any black conservative entertainers. Nowhere. But the funny thing is, is I'm from Detroit, which is the blackest city in America. Might have some close competition. D.C. might be close percentage wise. Memphis may be close percentage wise. Maybe Jackson, Mississippi, maybe Oakland, California, maybe, maybe Atlanta. I think that we got that locked up, though. Right. (laughs) So for it to be so many black Americans in the city of Detroit. I personally don't know any black American who value system matches up with liberals. Nobody. But it's weird how we always end up voting liberal. But when we come to the values, we don't line up with liberals. Right. That's fascinating how that works. Well, in my estimate, why it is working this way is because. See, the powers that be, seeing that our community have a love for celebrities, right? We have a love for them. So because we have a love for celebrities in this generation, the powers that be use entertainers to sway our opinion, right? And I just say this generation because in previous generations, the powers that be to sway black Americans' opinion used to use the clergyman. They go get the preacher, right? So the point I'm trying to make is that in the golden years, in the old years, to convince black Americans, you used to have to go through the clergyman. The preachers had the hearts of black Americans. Not anymore. Somehow a change took place. The entertainer, the LeBron James, the peace be upon him, the Kobe Bryant's, the Michael Jackson's of the world, The Michael Jordans of the world. Let me back up a little bit. Michael Jackson, peace be upon him. His celebrity was so strong that he could pull up at a concert 
Some of you guys may be too young to, to know this. Michael Jackson used to pull up at a concert to perform, and he had to have like two or three ambulances out in front on standby. That powerful of an entertainer. Then you got the Michael Jordans where you can get black Americans to literally stand outside for hours just to purchase your shoes. And then you got the Jay-Z's of the world and the rapper Plies and the list go on and on and on, right? So you have a whole host of black American entertainers that got the ear of the people. So the powers that be found it necessary to... If I can just control the entertainers, I can control the people. And in my estimate, that's what's happening. Because it doesn't take a rocket scientist to notice that when you talk about black American media, radio, morning show, afternoon show, it's always led by a comedian. It's always led by a comedian. I don't care what market you go. It doesn't matter what market that you go into. When you talk about black American morning shows in the inner city, two people is going to be the host of these shows. It's either going to be a comedian or it's going to be somebody from hip hop world. Right. They're not going to give you many morning shows that talk about liberal values because Black Americans is not interested in liberal values. You can't come on the morning show and talk about how important abortion is or LGBT marriage or big government or amnesty or transgender recognition or gun control. And that's just like a small laundry list of liberal values. In fact, there's a lot of LGBT relationships that's on television and it's irritating black community. It's irritating black America. But nobody says anything. It irritates our people. But then we go back and we vote for the same principles and values that we're irritated by. And we do this because of entertainers. This is why. It's time for our people to wake up, though. The entertainers that you hear on the radio is not our friend. Dear Hughley made a post about Breonna Taylor, a person that lost their life. Super serious matter. Very tragic matter. Just to take a shot at a black Republican. When you start doing that, man, you, you're going too far. If you want to stand up for liberals stand up for their values because the hustle of what these entertainers do is they never talk about the liberal values they never talk about conservative values what they do is they talk about personalities or they start throwing a racism word around to scare you i don't care what political party they belong to they're going to be racist some people in this country they're going to be racist that's just how it works in America. There's no political party that's racism proof. They're lying to you. If somebody come along to make you think that Trump is more racist than Biden, they're just lying to you at this point. 
Biden made a crime bill that tore down the black community. He tore the whole, he wrote the bill. Yo, I want to paint a picture for you because this is what Biden actually said on the floor, but this is what the crime bill, this is what was actually in the bill. If you had a piece of crack, or we call it hard, or ready rock, which is cocaine rocked up with baking soda, right? If it was the size of a quarter, there was a mandatory minimum of five years. Biden wrote that bill. Clinton signed the bill, right? Now, he had some help. Um, He had some help. The Congressional Black Caucus helped him out. So that just lets you know that everybody doesn't have your best interests at heart and all skin folk and kin folk, right? So going back to the crime bill, though, right? If you had a piece of crack on your person, which is the size of a quarter, the judge couldn't help you. Nobody can write letters of recommendation saying how great of a person you are from people from your community or sororities or fraternities that you may be involved in or any other like civic organization. You were screwed. Five years, bang, federal time. Can't get out of it. Now, this bill was made to stop crime. So you took a whole bunch of nonviolent criminals for drug possession and you put them in jail for at the very least five years. And if they had more than that, you start looking at football numbers. That's what we used to say in the neighborhood. They get football numbers. Biden came up with that. The Biden bill, he wrote it, the crime bill. I don't even know how he can hold his head up around black Americans. I just don't know. I don't know how you can be in politics for 47 years and you should have a list miles long of accomplishments that you did building, helping the nation, changing people's lives. And you just don't. But, you know, this is not a podcast trying to, you know, help you pick your vote. That, that's not what I'm saying, because I'm not trying to steer you to who to vote for. I'm just saying this. We as a community got to learn to vote our values. We got to vote our values, not vote for the greatest personality in the world. Vote your values. It's OK to say, hey, man, I think Trump is an idiot. But you got to know that this idiot sits at the party that has more values that connects to you and these values turn into laws. I know more black Americans, right? And I'm just going to go over a small list of conservative values. I know more black Americans that's anti-abortion. Therefore, traditional marriage. Therefore, small government. Therefore, legal immigration. They don't accept transgender recognition. They for gun rights. I know more black Americans that's like that. I don't know real, no real liberals. And the only way that they have us voting liberals is by sticking black entertainers in front of us to support liberals because we don't support the values. If I went down a quick bullet point about conservatives, right? I'm okay with saying, yeah, I'm anti-abortion. No, I'm not for abortion, man. I want to see 
any sisters put their bodies through that traumatic experience. I just don't, right? Um, I'm for traditional marriage. Man and a woman, I'm for that. There's nothing more than the black community needs than traditional marriage. Small government means that when I get my paycheck, I get less taxes taken out. If there's some type of cause, I can, as a private citizen, I can fund it myself. I don't need the government taking more of my money out to fund a program that they think is okay. Right? I'm not for transgender recognition. If you have a penis and you're a man, right? I, I, I know you woke up this morning and you felt like you were something different and that's okay. You can't go in the bathroom with my daughter, bro. That's not going to work. We're going to have a problem. You can't go in the restroom with my mother-in-law and my wife. We're just going to have a problem. That's not going to work for me. I believe that we should all own firearms. I stand for gun rights. Can you imagine what makes sense? Just think about it this way. A group of people, black Americans, former slaves... If there was any ethnicity or race or people group that should have the most firearms because we cry the most about racism. We at the top, I'm talking about everything is racism. If we really believe all this racism talk, we own more guns than we do. Because we're saying, hey... If this country is as racist as we say it is on TV and on social network, then it could take a turn. You need to defend yourself. I stand for gun rights. I don't stand for gun control. It doesn't really make sense. I say all that to say this. It's too much information out here to allow entertainers to influence our position on Who we vote for. For our values. We got to vote our values. As much as y'all. Complain about taxes. I know you're not for no big. How did you get for big government? Sometimes. You got to watch where these voices come from. Right? I'm from the Midwest. And. We have a high. Alpha male presence here. You don't get too many guys from the Midwest that complain about Trump. Just think about it, right? Most of these guys, black entertainers, that's complaining about Trump, they come from liberal states. They're controlled by liberals. They come from California. They come from New York. Think about it. Everybody that came in contact with Trump from the Midwest. Just the Midwest, right? Jim Brown. He met with Trump. No problem. Then Trump get elected and Mayweather went to the inauguration ball and the whole nine. Nobody said nothing to him. There was no problem. They say Kanye West is a little loony, though. He's from Chicago. He's from the Midwest. He goes to the White House. There's no problem. You see the pattern? Steve Harvey. He goes to the White House. He had no problem. But when he left the White House, 
he broke the rule. The comedians are put in place to keep you lost. And when he came out that meeting with Donald Trump, the picture that they painted of him, he didn't see it. And you know where he got blowback from? You. Y'all gave him the blowback. And he backpedaled and he act like he's against everything Trump says to keep his audience and to keep his job. See, y'all damn near made him apologize for going to the White House to see the president. But when he made that joke about Flint and the dirty water, nobody said nothing. See, y'all didn't make him backpedal and eat those words. But when he said what the conservative and the Republican president See, y'all thought it was a problem. But that wasn't the thing to do because the entertainers that's controlled by liberals are telling you who to like and who not to like. And you're falling for the bait. And you're not voting your values. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. This is Real Black Content. This one podcast, man. I get it with you guys later. Peace.